may not get it very well, right? So I want us to go straight to uh, verse 48. They have it for me. There it is. It says, and then I say, Moses asked uh, Aaron to do something, right? That there was a plague. People were dropping dead. People were dying. There was death. Death has come around. Death had come around and people were dying. Moses asked Aaron to do something. He asked him to do something. Look what he does. He's doing this as he's instructed. Now, if you'll take it from verse 46, probably. Okay, let's take it from 46 to 48 so that you understand. He's asking him to do something. We are talking how to overcome the effects, how to deal with what is going on right now in the world, in the country, in our communities, in our localities, in our families, how to deal with it. That's exactly what we're talking about today. This is a timely word. This is a word in season, right? Look at that. Share the broadcast. Share the broadcast. I'm giving you two more minutes to share this broadcast, and then we jump in. Study from verse 46, please. Moses is asking Aaron to do something. He says, take your censer and put it on the fire. Huh? He says, take your censer. He's asking Aaron to do this. He says, all right, there it is. Oh, there it is. They put it up. It says, uh, verse 46, I said, we take it from 46 to 48. If you do not get today's message, that's why it's very important to pay attention to what this overcomer is going to be saying. Very, very important. It says, Moses said to Aaron, take your censer and put fire in it from the altar and lay the incense on it. Then bring it quickly to their congregation and make an atonement for them. Right? He says, make an atonement for the congregation. He says, take your censer and put fire on it from the altar. Go to the altar and get fire. He says, make an atonement. An atonement. Oh, they disappeared. He says, make an atonement. Right? Then bring it quickly to the congregation and make an atonement for them. For wrath has gone forth from the Lord. The plague has begun. Why? People were dying. People were dropping dead. People were just dying. He says, do this now. Verse 47. Very, very important. So Aaron took the burning censer as Moses has commanded and ran into the midst. Hold on. He took the burning censer and ran into the midst of the assembly. And behold, the plague had already begun, and the people, ah, ah, and the plague had already begun among the people, and he put on the incense and made an atonement for the people. The plague had already begun, meaning people were already dying. Verse 48. People were already dying. Verse 48. Now bring that verse 48. Okay. They have it in King James Version. I'll take it. It says, and Aaron, now this is Aaron, and Aaron, he stood between the dead and the living, and the plague was stayed. He stood, look where he's standing. He stood between the dead and the living, and the plague was stopped. That's the word, stayed. 
He stood between the living and the dead. The dead were already gone. Somebody says, why are you still standing? Why are you still standing when so many people have died already? Here is a servant of God standing between the dead and the living. The living were facing the same plague. They were not off the hook. The living were facing the same pandemic. They were not off the hook. The servant of God went to stand in between them. When you have done everything in a time like this, stand. When you can't do nothing again, stand. Even if it means standing between the dead and the living. He stood between the dead and the living. And when the Bible says he took a censer and put fire in it and made an atonement, that means he lifted prayer. We don't stop praying because there are some who have died. We don't stop praying because there are those who have fallen. We stand between the dead and the living. Why? Because the dead are gone. The living are still facing the same pandemic. The dead are cheering us on to fight on. Not to cower. Not to stop. The, the people who had died were already in thousands. They didn't stop. You don't stop. You don't stop. You don't stop the prayer. You don't say this thing is not working. You don't say it ain't working. No. You've got to stand between the dead and the living. They were not in denial of what has happened. They were not in denial that some had fallen. They were not in denial that there's no plague. They said here is a plague. The Bible says as he made an atonement for the church, for the congregation, for the community, for the nation, the plague was stopped. I had to start there. I had to start there. I had to start there. He put fire on it. He went to the altar. He got fire from the altar. And he stood between the living and the dead. I want you to mark that. There's a reason the Bible put this there. Huh? He says he stood between, between the living and the dead. Why? Why did he do that? Where is it? Standing between the living and the dead. He took action to protect those who are still living. He took action. This is not time to put down your tools, put down your weapons. No, you've got to stand. Stand! Says when you have done everything else, stand. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we are talking, I want to come back here. We are talking how to overcome the effects, how to deal with what is going on. That's exactly what we are talking about. And with me in the studio today is somebody who is an overcomer, is somebody who has fought, is somebody who has won battles. Huh? It's easy to say, you know, to, to, to give up is the easy way out. To draw back is the easy way out. To, to forget about it is the easy way out. It's the easy way out. So you can choose the easy way out 
Or you can choose to stand between the living and the dead. The righteous don't, they don't draw back. The Bible says the righteous are bold as a lion. They don't draw back. You keep firing on, standing between the living and the dead. The dead will be cheering you on. The Bible says we now have a cloud of witness that cheers us on. Say, come on now. Come on. Don't give up now. You don't dare give up now. It was easy. I mean, Moses could have just thought, oh, let's forget about this. Aaron could have just said, oh man, so many have died already. Forget about this thing. No. He told him what to do. And the obedience of Aaron brought, brought an end to the plague, brought an end to the, to the pandemic. It's not going to stop anytime soon. You'll hear third wave, fourth wave, fifth wave. You'll hear all kinds of things. I told you what God said, that it, this may just carry on, except God intervenes. 2022, on and on and on. Standing, we've got to stand. Standing, you've got to stand. When you have done everything else, still stand. Let the Lord find you standing. Let whatever comes find you standing. Yeah. Obedience. If you have not been to the school of obedience, you'll find it difficult. But you have, if you have been there, you will know that is all in the obedience. Somebody says, obedience provokes heaven. Praise God. Now, I want to bring in this overcomer in a time like this. I had to start there. And I'm sorry if others felt like we are waiting for a guest. We just had to start there. Standing between the living and the dead. That's where we stand. We stand. 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 Be found standing. Tell 15 people stand. Be found standing. Be found standing. And on that note, on that note to the global, global, global community, I welcome a brother, a philanthropist, a multi-award winning artist, huh? a composer, a man of many talents, but not only that, an overcomer, a man who is standing regardless of what he has gone through. Good morning to you, Brother Smoo. Woman of God, good morning to you. Good morning to your listeners. Well, it's almost evening in South Africa, and uh, this is Bo Banda, the gospel dude. I'm called the gospel dude because I'm not ashamed of the gospel, and I'm so proud to, to carry this word out there. So this is gospel artist Bo Banda. I'm very excited to be here today. I'm charged up. I can't wait for us to get on to this uh, topic of standing and overcoming uh, the effects of the pandemic. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He says he's charged up. He's charged up. He wants to he, he wants to talk about this thing. And who is the best person to talk about this thing? If it's not you, tell us who is Smoo Banda. I mean, just feel free. Be at home. This is a global community. Go ahead. Oh, yes. Smoo Banda, born and bred in Pumalanga in Kutu Township. 
I reside in Joburg. I came here when I was 16 and my parents actually allowed me to come because I had the zeal to study music. I started playing the keyboard at the age of four. My dad used to play at church and he put me on his lap and he taught me. And it was very exciting growing up under such um, uh, parents and covering. And so I've been, I've been at this. I was born into it and um, I've, I've, I always say that gospel chose me. Gospel music chose me because some people say, how did you then decide out of all the existing genres to, to just go with the gospel? But I, I just want to say that I was chosen by it and I was born into it. And this is the same, uh, the same guy that uh, some people have seen uh, uh, doing, doing, doing music and releasing albums and have seen my music uh, on TV, online, um, YouTube, and everywhere else. Uh, this is Bubanda, the gospel dude. Glory to God, glory to God. This is Bubanda, the gospel dude. He says he's not ashamed of the gospel. Now, why do you think there are those who are ashamed of this gospel? Why, don't, why do you think that there are those who don't want to be seen or known, especially in a time like this one? People are all about being politically correct. Why do you think it is so, right. even for That's Christians, right. they want to be politically correct? That's right. That's true. Uh, it's, it's also one of the, the, the signs of, of, of the end times. That, uh, that, that such is happening. But I want to say that uh, it's, it's, it can only be an honor. And it's, it's an honor and it's a blessing when God chooses you and when God allows you to do this. Because out of, out of a lot, you, you know, I've been to school, I've started civil engineering, and I ended up still doing this. And, and for some people, they will think that gospel is boring. They will think that there's no money in the gospel. They will think that you can't make a living. But the truth of the matter is gospel is life and there is power in the gospel. And that's why I'm, I'm, I'm boldly saying that I'm not ashamed of the gospel for it is power. Uh, uh, it is power and you cannot, you cannot want to shy away from it because at the end of the day, we all belong to God, the creator. And um, we are grateful for the gift of life, you know, and, and, and we are here today in this time of the pandemic and we're still here. And I must say that... Um, in, in these bad times, the same people that run away from the gospel, when somebody dies, they get a pastor in to bury them. Yeah. When they want to get married, they get a pastor in yes. you know, to, to marry them. And so there's no reason to be ashamed of this gospel because indeed it is power and it takes us back to the creator. So we need God. We need the gospel. We need his good news. Gospel is good news. Hallelujah. He says, many are called, few are chosen, and he's one of the chosen ones. We agree. Now, how is, um, how is coronavirus affecting artists, musicians in a time like this? Let's start there. Let's start with musicians and move along. How is yeah. it affecting musicians, artists? I think out of everybody, out of, of the rest of the people, musicians are the most affected. Uh, the arts industry is the most affected because, you know, you, you look at uh, the other businesses, they are allowed to operate uh, with a minimum uh, certain um, kind of a number or you can let certain people come through. But when it comes to, to us, I mean, for, for a simple example, when, when, when I have... When I have a recording, I, I get to gather like a, maybe a thousand or two or three thousand people in one place. And uh, 
that also helps in covering the expenses of the same event with, with, with gate takings and all of that. And now bringing it to, to a place where you can't uh, do that anymore. And for those of us that, that rely on this, um, that, are, that are called and, and are supposed to be living out of it, it's, it's a huge blow. But, but, but there is something that encourages me in the word of God. The word of God says um, in, in, in Daniel um, 11.32, they that know their God shall be strong and do exploits. The other version says they, they, they shall be strong and resist. So this, this, this is actually the times that um, people that know their God will be known by their, their power to resist what is happening. And so I, I just want to say that it has hit us hard. It's a huge blow. But they that know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Amen. They that know their God shall be strong. If you know God, you've got no business, no care with worry. I'm telling you. We see Aaron and Moses take action to stop death. There was a pandemic. There was a plague, the Bible says. People were dying in thousands. They took action. And the action they took brought an end to what was killing so many of them now. In light of what we are facing ourselves today, how do we, how do we put an end to it? What do we do? Vaccine, prayer. I've been taking, it, taking it from knowing God, taking it from knowing your God, you need to understand that God has given us the power to dominate as his children. That's one. Two, uh, uh, he says uh, the life and death lies in the power of the tongue. Amen. So what I normally say is we need to practice, we need to practice and put this power into practice. We need to decree, we need to declare, we need to speak life. Every minute that you get, every opportunity that you get, if you've got your kids, lay your hands upon them and speak life. If you, you, you have your relatives, whether they are there with you or not, the power of the tongue, speak life. That's one. Two, remember to sprinkle the blood of Jesus. In that plague, when they had that plague, there was a time that they had to, to go around and put the blood on their doorsteps. And so that when the angel of death comes through, he will pass over. When I see the blood, I will pass over. So you need to understand the power that is within the blood of Jesus. When you sprinkle the blood of Jesus upon your life, apply the blood of Jesus upon your business, upon your car, apply the blood of Jesus upon your ministry, apply the blood of Jesus upon your doorsteps. That on its own says that to, 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 to the angel of death, this one is of God and this one is untouchable. And let me tell you, somebody would, would, would say to me, why is it then that we still have uh, people that believe in God and, and men and women of God that died of the same plague. I want to tell you that God, 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 God does not waste. God does not waste resources. And some of them, yes, is taking them home because it is time. But for you and I that are still here, for as long as you are alive, it means that you are still in God's program. And therefore, make sure that as long as you are here, you don't become, uh, uh, you become an asset and don't become a liability in God's kingdom. 
Now, if you've got a contribution, if God is looking at your life, go to God and promise him and tell him, if you keep me in your program, let it be your prayer. That's my daily prayer that God, whatever happens around me, I want to be in your program. Keep me in your program so that whatever that comes around me, I will not miss what you've kept me here from. So if you are in God's program, there's no way. I don't care whether it's Corona. I don't care whether it's COVID or whatever they call it. But when you speak life and you are in God's program, we can't die young. And you know how to rebuke premature death. The devil is a liar. The devil is under our feet. We're not the type that dies young because we know our God and we are strong. And we're ready to to, to partner with God and do exploits. Amen. And all that the Lord may keep us in his program. Because we are in the Lord's program. So may that be our prayer. You say something very powerful. You say death and life are in the power of the tongue. It never changes. It never changes. Because that's what the Bible says. It can't be. It can't. It it doesn't matter what comes. What we say with our mouth matters. Very true. We we don't speak what we see. But we, 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 we actually speak what we want to see. We don't decree. And we remember, we are in the world, but not of the world. So we don't walk by sight, but walk by faith. And, and sometimes you may feel sick in your body. That is a fact that the doctor can tell you. But we know that by the stripes of Jesus Christ, we were healed. Now, this is a done deal. It's not something that is still to happen. And so when, when you confess, when you speak things with, with your tongue, you need to, there's a way that you apply this thing. There's a way that you apply this power. There's a way that you push this thing. And if you are gonna, if you still say, I'm feeling the pain, it feels like it's gonna go away. I'm hoping it goes away. You are still allowing the devil to play with you. But when you remind him of what God, Jesus did at the cross over 2,000 years ago, you tell him, listen here, devil, you are under my feet. I am healed of God. He's promised in his word that healing is children's bread. You cannot die young. And you declare and you speak it and you keep speaking it, not because of what you feel, but because of what you know and the truth that is inside you. And so if we keep speaking the truth. We don't speak the facts. But somebody says... Um... Is that not denial? I'm feeling pain. I'm really feeling it. What do you want me to say? I can't say anything else. Yeah, is pain. Because I, I'm thinking of someone right now who's probably going through something. And you are so prophetic, right. I must say. Very prophetic because right. someone will think that we discussed these things that we are talking about. And we have not. Somebody says, I am feeling pain. I'm feeling the pain. Is that not denial? I want, I want to... You say, he says, yes. Brother Spoo, you are telling me to speak that thing that I don't see, not what I see. I'm feeling pain. I'm the one feeling the pain. That is very true. It is, it is, not, it is not a lie that uh, when, you are, when, you are, when you are feeling pain, or when you're sick, you're going to feel pain. That is right. The pain is in the body. But we as Christians, we understand that we, we live in the body, though the body is actually uh, our house. It's housing our spirit. Amen. And everything is started in the spirit realm. And we speak it into being, we download it from the spirit. Now, you could still be feeling pain. You could still be losing your weight. You could, could still be looking like it's not happening, like there's no growth. But let me tell you, sometimes we don't see what God does in, 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 at, 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 at the back scenes, at the scenes, you know, behind the scenes. 
and we, 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 we get to see what happens. But the truth is, while, while we are going through stuff, the God that we serve, he says, is there anything impossible? Is there anything too hard for me? And I like it when he said that nothing is impossible with me. Watch this. He did not say all things are easy. He said all things are possible with me. Uh-huh. Now, now that means that he's expecting us to go through a journey. Even though I walk through the valley uh-huh. you know, of, the, of the shadow of death, I will not fear. So God allows us to walk through the valley. He does not say that we're not going to see stuff. He does not say that it's going to be easy. Stuff is going to happen. But for us to know and for, for, for the people to see God in us, he's going to allow these things to happen so that we may overcome uh, by, by, the, by the declarations. We may overcome by speaking the word so that the lost may actually get to say, how did they get through this? I want the God that got them out of this. Mm. It's, it's, it's all about us speaking in faith and sticking with that and not being shaken with our confession. We speak life. We speak light in, in the midst of darkness. When, when, when you feel pain, you, you declare your healing because you understand that the body is in a temporary state, but your spirit is connected to God all the time. And if your spirit is always connected with God, there is no way. What starts in the spirit is going to manifest in the physical and you're going to overcome. And you're always an overcomer. It can't be otherwise. Oh, and he says, and he says, the body is our house. It houses our spirits. The body is our jacket. We live in this jacket. Our spirit is always in connection with God. What a word in season. A word in season is a healer. Now, how are musicians dealing with these lockdowns and cancellations of shows and gigs and all of that and deaths of course and there are people who are dying i mean legends and queens and kings i must say that it is really a painful thing to go through because we are we just in a place where um income is lost where are our legends like you've said people that we look up to People that went ahead of us. Some of them are younger, some of them are older. You know, now it's not a matter of less experience or older or younger or age or big or small or famous or less famous. Everybody, everybody, whoever, this thing takes anything and it takes anybody at any time. So what you need to do, number one, is you need to be grateful if you have a grateful spirit to God to say, Father, for the fact that I'm still alive. I understand that you have not given up on me. It is not over with me. And two, you need to then now take your mind into a place where you are going. Do not look at where you are. Because if you look at where you are, my sister, I tell you, you cannot survive. A day is too long. If you start counting what you do not have at this point, if you start counting how many gigs are gone, if you start counting how many sales you've lost. I mean, I just released an album, and when the album had to be in stores on the Friday, the lockdown was, was put, put, put in place on the Thursday. Wow. And you can imagine the, 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 the marketing that went into that, the newspaper, the TV, and everything, and everybody was excited. But the lockdown was put into place on a Thursday when the album was actually in stores on Friday. And I had to cancel a show that had about four to 500 people that already had bought tickets. And we had to refund that. And I had to cancel a whole national tour. And I can say...
the Lord, praise the Lord. We are still talking to Brother Spoo and he will be back. We're trying to get him back somehow. He's having a challenge with his connection, but we were still on that message of, uh, of, of Aaron and Moses. Brother Spoo says, in all these things, you've got to be grateful. He's talking about how much he had spent for an album, a single, an album that was about to be released shows that people had bought over 400 tickets already that they had to refund. He says in all that, you've got to be grateful for what is going on. You've got to be grateful for what God has already done in your life. That's what he's saying. I want to take you back to the matter of standing. Aaron is asked by Moses to go stand between the living and the dead. We read verse 46, 47, and 48. Now I want you to go to verse 49 quickly. The Bible says 14,700 people had already died. They had died in their thousands. But these men of God and these Christians who were facing the same pandemic that had killed their brothers, that had killed their sisters, that had killed their their parents that had killed their, their grandparents were there. They were still facing the same thing. The Bible says they still lifted prayer. They still lifted prayer. They still lifted prayer. They still believed that there was fire on the altar. They still believed that there was still fire on the altar. Why? Because the pandemic was not over. Though so many had already died, the pandemic was still not over. The pandemic was there. Ah, oh, man, go with me to, go with me to, oh, somebody's asking, says, what scripture? That is number 16. And we read from, we, we are waiting for Brother Spoo to get back here. And boy, oh boy, is this prophetic. Huh? They still believed 14,700 people were already dead. They still believed on the altar. Ah, hey. Ah, shalaba, Their friends, their parents, their husbands, their, their wives, their children, their, their grandchildren, their girlfriends, boyfriends, cousins, and uncles, and aunties had already died. 14,700 people were dead because of the plague, because of the pandemic. They still lifted up prayer. They still lifted up prayer. They still went on the altar. They still went on the altar. <laughs> Why? Because the living understood that the pandemic is not over yet. Ah. The, the living understood that the pandemic is ain't over. The living understood that we are not off the hook. They knew it. The living understood that those of them that were still remaining had to still continue the fight. I think some people just 
I think so. Look, we've got over a thousand people right now. We've got over a thousand people just joining in. So some of you are just catching it. Uh, Brother Spoo is just having a challenge with uh, his connection, but he's coming back. They're they are bringing him back. They're bringing him back. But while we wait for him, can I talk to you? Can I talk to you? Can I? Standing. Do you think it's easy to stand between the living and the dead? The easy way out is canceling everything and shutting off everything and, and forgetting about everything and sitting there and having a pity party. You get up, the situation will still be the same. You get up, nothing would have changed. It doesn't work. It will never work. doesn't work like that. You can have a pity party. You get up, it will still be like that. These Christians understood. Oh, Brother Spoo is back. Brother Spoo is back. Brother Spoo is back. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Brother Spoo. The devil is a liar. We're the gonna devil do is this a liar indeed. Oh yes. You we had a little bit of a glitch there. Yes, yes. We thank God. We thank God you are back. We thank God you are back. And so many, so many, so many are thanking God for you. So many are thanking God for you. Huh? So many are thanking God for you. Somebody says, Thank you, brothers Boo, for reminding us to be grateful at all times. How we forget. You were still in that moment, in that nick of time in your life when you heard to refund people and had a postponement of a launch or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Let the Holy Spirit continue speaking through you. We are all ears. And by and, the way, we now I, have, I, hold on, I want you to know that when you started going in there, it went crazy. We now have 1,367 people. Who wants to hear this? They want to hear what you are saying. That is beautiful. To God be the glory. Amen. Let's welcome them once again and remind them that uh, we, are, we are of God and we are born of God. And what is born of God, what is born of God overcomes the world. And so I was saying that I have had to cancel a whole national tour. I have had to refund about 400 to 500 tickets for a show. I have had to, to stop uh, uh, getting my stuff into stores because of the lockdown that was put in, in, into place a day before my city went into stores. But I had a lot of questions to ask God to say, what's next? And God said, said to me, if you live by faith, it just shall live by faith. And I did not know what that meant. I can tell you it's been over a year. Right now, I have not had a gig. I have not had stuff going on in terms of sales, in terms of concerts. But they that know they are God will resist the temptation of the devil. And we are here and we are standing and we are still trusting God. And number one, we are very grateful for the gift of life. We understand that for the fact that we are here, God has not forgotten about us. And we understand that for the fact that we are still here. It means that God has got greater plans. Even though we walk through the valley, even though we face through, we face stuff, but we, we have the understanding and we have the blessed assurance that he that, that, that has began a great work in us. We, we, we will actually accomplish it until Jesus comes. And so I was saying to the people that we should not give up 
We should be grateful for the fact that we are still in God's program. And this is actually the time to actually go and seek God. This is actually the time for us to actually uh, seek God more, to pray more, to write more songs. I'm, I'm sitting here. I am full of of the word. I am full of new songs. I am full of new material. I actually can't wait for things to open up. Matter of fact, whether things are opening up or not, I am releasing new music. I am doing this as unto God, and I am sending the message of hope to the people of God, and I am saying that we shall live and not die, and the devil is a liar, and I sprinkle the blood of Jesus upon my life day in and day out, when the angel of death passes by my life, he is not going to touch me. For when I see the blood, I will pass over. Sprinkle the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Oh, there's power in that blood. Wonder-working power indeed. Sprinkle the blood of Jesus. Mm. Now, how does one go? How does one trust God in a pandemic? How do you trust God? You said we must be grateful and Thank God that we are still in his program. Sprinkle the blood of Jesus. And when the angel of death comes, the angel of death will pass by. Great stuff. But now, how do we trust God? In a time when someone is preaching to us. Very true. Very true. It It is a difficult time. It is a difficult time. And that is why Daniel 11, 32, the scripture that I read, it says that they that know they are God. Yeah. And this is a relationship. And there's a part that God says in another scripture. He says, if my people that are called by my name would humble themselves and pray, I will hear from heaven and heal their land. Now, this means that now they that know they are God. And he comes and he says, if my people. Now, you cannot be, uh, have, you cannot have, you cannot be my people. If you do not have a relationship, relationship. that's why there has to be they that know they are God. Now, how do you trust somebody that you have not walked with? You have to walk with God. You have to, you have to spend time in prayer. You have to seek the face of God. You have to, you have to pray. You have to, like I said, this is actually uh, when, when they announced lockdown, I went um, and said, we are not locked down, but we are locked into the presence of God. This is actually the get locked into God yeah. so that you can have a relationship with him. It is deep trust. The, the question you're asking is very, very important because trust is built and yeah. trust is built over time. Yeah. So if you do not know your God and if you are not his people, you will not be able to have that bond or that relationship with trust. So you need by all means to actually be locked into the presence of God so you can know God for yourself. Not the God of your mother, not the God of your role model that died, not the God of a superstar that that went on to be with the Lord through COVID. But if you know your yeah. own God, God yeah. that promised you life instead of death, the God that 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 brought you out of of, of misery, you you're gonna have a history. You're gonna have reference. I I'm I'm excited about the God of Moses. I'm excited about the God of David, but but I'm more excited about my God in this yeah. day of the yes. that my God, the God that I know, is doing it for me. And 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 I, I speak to him and he speaks back to me in, in 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 many ways. And so they that know they are God and if my people huh. that's where we, we actually put it at. That's where we actually that's where we actually nail it at. You, you know your God and you are his people. That's it. 
locked in and not locked down. How profound somebody rightfully says, look, you are spot on. You're spot on. It's all about the relationship we have with God. I talk about a romantic relationship I have with God, you know. Now, if you don't have that relationship, you're in trouble, especially in a time like this one. You're in trouble. So, uh, send your comments because I'm seeing so many people are saying so many things. I want to read a few. Send your comments, send your comments, send your questions. Talk to Brothers Boo. Huh? Go ahead, talk to him right now. Somebody says, mm, knowing God for yourself and not for somebody else. Not the God of the superstar that you knew. Not the God of your mother, your father, your grandmother, your grandfather. He says, not the God of your uncles. The God that you know, he says, is about your God and my people. It's relationship. It's relationship. Somebody says, they that know they are God. Huh? Somebody else says, we are downloading over here. So many are receiving. So many are receiving. Look at this one. It says, mm, such boldness and confidence in the word and God. Can you imagine? So which means people don't really expect that from artists. Tell me why. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. It's very true. It's very true. We are in a dispensation where God is actually uh, restoring, restoring himself into the gospel music. We are in a place where it's no longer about being commercial. It's no longer about sales. It's no longer about appealing. It's no longer about sounding like you are selling and sounding good, but it's about God himself. We are no longer yeah. at a place where we entertain the devil. We are not doing some lip service. The word says some, some, some love them with, some love me with their lips, but their yeah. hearts are far. They're we are at a place far. where we are a place where God wants to have a personal relationship with 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 the anointed, and it's not just about the anointing, but it's about the presence, and and and, and it's about God Himself, and it's about the music, and it's about the the message that's in the music, and not just the message only, but the God of the message. Hmm. The God of the message, the God of Yebo, no amen. Tell us about that. That's right. <laughs> I love it. And this was oh, a yes. choice song. The God of Yebo, no amen. Yes. And amen. Even now. His promises are yes and amen. His promises are yes and amen. And, and, and when he gave me the song, I think it was prophetic. Because it was just before, you know, the pandemic. And, and, and God said to me, I have a new song for you that you're going to start singing. I have a new message to send through you. Is that I want you to remind my people. It, it's, as if, it's as if I knew that something like this was going to come. Something that wanted to strip us off our hope and our faith in God. And God said to me, I want you to go tell my people that my promises are yes and amen. And this may mean that you have dreams that are not happening. I want you to know that God has not forgotten about you. I want you to know that the promises of God remain yes and amen. And I know somebody right there is saying to me, what do you mean? 
Where is God in this moment? Where is God when I lost my mother? Where is God when I lost my job? Where is God when there's no food in the house? And, and, and I can see a man, I can see a man of God, I can, I can see somebody saying, look, where is God when I'm now failing to provide for my family? But I want to tell you that God that never sleeps nor slumber, he said in his word, his promises are yes and amen. I want to tell you that your look at God moment is going to come. Because, because just like Job, at the end, Job had twice as much. Job had double for his trouble, and God has promised us beauty for the ashes. And I want to say that indeed, they that trust and they that know they are God shall be strong. So we need to remain strong. That's what I'm here to say. They that trust their, their, their Lord will never be disappointed. They that trust in God. Blessed is a man. Blessed is a man that trusts in God and whose trust is Jehovah. And cursed already. It's a done deal. If you trust God, you are blessed. And the next verse of Jeremiah says, Cursed is a man who puts his trust in another man. So we are at a place where everything else, where our friends, where our jobs, where everything that is man-made has let us down. And the only place to run to is in God. Oh, the only place to run to is God. How true. Somebody says, Brothers Boo, how do you deal with the pressure to conform to pressures and standards of the industry? Is a question from one of the viewers. Lebohang wants to know, says, how do you deal with the pressure to conform to the pressures and standards of the industry? Your industry, that is. Very true. I understand. I understand exactly what he or she means there, that there is always a lot of that is expected of people that appear on TV. One, you are expected to or already have a lot of money, drive a huge car, live in a posh suburb, and all of those kind of things. And I want to tell you that those are not wrong. Those are God has brought us here to have dominion and to prosper. And I want to tell you that those are good dreams. And there's nothing wrong with that. We should prosper. We should dominate. But you need to understand that one thing, one thing that I have taught myself, what, what the Holy Spirit said to me when I was studying this, he said to me, the only time somebody starts building and they start from the top is when they build a grave. And this is an issue, is an issue that people don't want to deal with. People want microwave miracles. People want to start a song today and yes. become one hit wonders. It does not work like that with God. So what you do is you allow God to work in you and work through you. And at his right and at his appointed time, humble yourself. God will lift you up at his right appointed time. So what I'm saying is we do not conform to the standards of the world. Of course, we understand that we, we, we are meant we are meant to actually get there. And there's pressures from everywhere. And it's not just from the people outside. It is also, you know, the, in this pandemic, it is also the issue of not being able to provide. That's one thing that's, that's in my heart right now, that, that, that in my spirit, I see a lot of men, men, men in particular, that are saying, you don't understand how it feels not to be able to provide for my family. And, no. and, and, and you, as a man, you feel like, you feel like you're failed, yes. you know. But I want to say that God, God is in a place of restoring, and I want to speak this prophetically, that after this thing, after this, after all these things, after all these things, watch this, after this pandemic, after you have suffered a little while, God, 
is going to restore all that the canker worms have eaten, all the years, all the things that the devil took. God is going to restore it. But we need to be in a place where we are ready in our minds, we are ready in our spirit, be at a place where we no longer live for now, be in a place where we are already living in the future in our minds. We need to perceive it and live in the future in our minds so that we don't miss it when it gets here, number one. And number two, so that we are prepared because there's going to be a breakout of revival. There's going to be, a, and this revival is going to actually empower a lot of singers is going to empower pastors and churches we're going to come back full force i know because yeah. we don't serve a defeated god yes. somebody was saying it's over for the industry it's over for the church people no, no longer believe in going to church people oh. now want to do it online i'm saying watch this if i used to have three thousand people coming into my events i'm going to oh. fill up the place and Amen. i'm going to have now international Amen. people watching and tuning in online now, this yes. is double, double, double for the trouble because now we fill the venues and we also have an online thing. And so God has actually brought us out to bring us in into a new season that we actually never waited for. So all we need to do is to never give up, is to hold on because something great is actually about to come. Big and it shall be so. I love it. I love it. Telco says so many things have gone wrong in all the industries due to this pandemic, and most people are left wondering what to expect or do next. Thank you so much, Spoo, for your message. The dude, the gospel dude. Hold on. The gospel dude. Pastor Lungi says, powerful gospel dude. We are encouraged to stand and keep our faith, no, and keep our confession of faith in the midst of the plague. Indeed, his promises are yes and amen. Yes, says we shall stand and not be shaken. Thank you for the message that builds faith. Wow, mouthful. I saw another one. Yes, you can respond to them. It's all right. Thank you so much, Pastor Lungi. God bless you. This is a woman of God down in KZN. And I want to send my regards to her. And I want to say I've seen the work that she's doing and what God is doing through her life. I've seen her spend. And she's one of the many that are still standing for the true gospel. And uh, there's, if, uh, if, if we were to actually keep our faith, all of us, and, and make sure that one day we get to heaven, you know, and, and that one day we, we get to the other side and look back and be grateful and thank God and say that indeed our God lives. Amen. So they thought that it was over for the church. Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hate of hell shall not prevail. Indeed, no Lutando says, we thank God for Spoo's ministry. He's full of the word. I love it. He's rooted in the word. He's full of the word, full of the Holy Ghost. He was created for a time like this. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Ah, somebody says, uh, glory, revival is coming. So many, so many are excited. So many are being blessed by your message. And we couldn't agree more. We couldn't agree more. Now, you have overcome substance abuse tell us about that how did you do it there's a mother there's a father there's a sister there's an auntie there's an uncle 
who probably have children right now who are struggling with substance abuse and they have probably given up in their prayers praying for them. How did you do it? Well, Talk true. to somebody now. Very true. Very true. This is something that is very close to my heart because what the devil does is the devil is aware of the great future that God has for, for the young ones and the great future that God has for his people. And so what he does is he gets you hooked into some substance. He gets you hooked into alcohol. He gets somebody hooked into dacha and cocaine so that by the time you get to the peak of your ministry, you get to the peak of your calling, you get to the peak of your business, that thing would have killed you already. And so that's the trick. That's what the devil is doing because he's actually aware of the things that we are not aware of. Sometimes we look at ourselves from where we are and, and that's, the, that's what the devil does. But I want to thank God for my praying mother. I want to thank God for my parents that when, when, when I was actually in, in, when I got to Joburg and I started mixing up with the wrong company and I started doing, um, doing alcohol and I, I abused alcohol and it went into Dacha and, 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 and when I went home for that Christmas, my parents actually saw this for the first time. They actually noticed for the first time that I was high, that I was drunk, and that they couldn't let me drive because, you know, Christmas is family time, and I wanted to drive and, and visit my, my, my granny or my aunt and my other family members, but they stopped me. And they said to me, you are drunk, you can't go out. And this is what happened. I remember very, very well. I remember going into my room. I went into my piano, into my, into my piano, and I started playing. I started playing hymns. I started playing songs. All I knew, because I was raised in church, I was raised by a prayerful mother, and I was raised by a musical family. And, and all I knew was to play the hymns. I started playing the songs, and my mother actually came, and she stood by the door, and my mother wept. When I saw my mother weeping like that, she actually started singing along to the songs I was playing. And she, she actually came closer. And this was an encounter I had with God, one that I have never, after that, ever had. She actually came closer and she wept and she was holding me and she wept for a, for a long time as we carried on to sing along and as I played along. And she made a prayer and, and, and she said to me, before she prayed, she said to me, is this the life that you have chosen for yourself? You are so talented. Why are you wasting your talent on this? And, and she started weeping even more and she prayed. And I can tell you at that moment, right there and there, I sobered up. The Holy Spirit came into the place. I felt sober. I came back to my senses. And I can't actually tell how it happened because I, I was really too high. And I'm talking about a space of about five to ten minutes. I sobered up and I, I felt something lifted. I felt something lifted off. I felt a certain uh, burden being lifted off my life. And from that time, I can tell you that my life has never been the same. I have never had to struggle with the thirst. I have never have had to struggle with wanting or, or thirsting or yearning to, to get high. And so for young people, number one, if you have the opportunity not to get into it, don't. Uh, don't even try it. And for those that who are in it, it goes back to, 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 to the power of confession because what then happened is after my mother prayed for me, it does not mean that the cravings uh, uh, disappeared. You know, on the next day, I could still feel that.
the need. But she taught me one thing. She said, when you feel the craving, speak and say, speak a word and say, I will not, just say it, just, just, just pronounce it, just proclaim it and say, I'm not a drunkard. I am, I'm not, I'm not a junkie. Speak those things and, and they shall, they shall come to pass. And so I learned the power of speaking things into being. And from that day till now, that is what has worked for me. And, and, and it's, it's been the power of confession and the power of prayer and focusing on what God has called you to become and remembering and reminding yourself that God has called you for greatness. And therefore, you cannot afford to actually miss out on what the future holds. Because remember, like I said when I began, that the devil is actually aware of the greater person that you're supposed to be. I can imagine what, what my life would be now had I not stopped you know, had my mother not um, walked into the room, had we not had that encounter, I can imagine what I would have turned out to be. But thank God for the praying mother and thank God for the understanding that, that God revealed to my life that the devil actually goes way ahead of our lives. And what he does now is to trap us now for the future so that when you get to a place of, 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 of your climax in in your, in your career, in your calling, in whatever, he finds you sick. He finds you almost dying. And that place, when you get to that place and you're almost sick and you, you are almost finished. So that's the plan of the devil. So what we need to do is we need to do whatever it takes to stick to the plan of God. The other way to actually stick to the plan of God, somebody may ask that, how is it so that you can tell me about the plan of God that I do not know? Because God does not actually speak to me about the plans. I believe that when God created us, he actually went to the beginning and right through to the end of our lives. And, and, and to say that uh, whatever that will go through in between, God has already been there. So every morning when I wake up to pray, I say to God, lead my steps, guide me for the steps of a righteous man are ordered by God. Amen. What I hope for and what I look forward to is to get to heaven one day and God will tell me on day 15 or on the 28th, on the 27th of February in 2021, you were sitting right there speaking to my, to my, to my servant, a major daughter. It's a tick. That's what I expected you to do. And I'm expecting God to guide my steps and God to lead me all the way. So if you are led by God, Whatever it is, addiction or whatever it is cannot stand on your way if you are led by God. And again, they that know they are God shall be strong to resist and do exploits. Praise God. It goes back to relationship again. It goes back there. And Jesus said, men ought always to pray and not faint. He said, never stop praying. So that's what it is. Now, you don't just chop for yourself. Whatever you do is not about you. You are a man of charity. You are a man who's got this unquenchable thirst for charity. Tell us, how did that come about? Because many only think about themselves. But here you are, you are not thinking about you. You are thinking about others at your age. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It goes back again to the way I was raised. Um, we are... We were born, the two of us, my elder brother and me, and, um, but my mother has taken a lot of kids. Um, my parents have taken a lot of kids to school, and I thank God for their lives uh, because that has been engraved in my heart. And um, 
in 2013, God gave me a song. Actually, there's a long testimony behind the song, Ungala uh, that I came to Jobek and I wanted to get signed. And the man that was about to sign me at the record label were to meet on a Thursday. And uh, I read on the newspaper on the Sunday that he committed suicide. Wow. And um, now I could see my dream right there, shattered. Wow. I could see the end of my life right there. And uh, right at that point, right there, I was sitting like this in front of my piano. God dropped a song called Ungala Hitemba, which means don't lose hope, don't give up. And that's the very same song that I released as my first single that got me nominated, that got to introduce me, that got to, to be played on TV and everywhere. And out of that, God said, this is not just about the song or the album, but this is a, a message for many, many, many decades and many generations. So I want you to start something that when you are long gone, people will actually refer to say there was once a song and there was once a man that lived that encouraged us not to lose hope in God. So I started the Ungala Fitemba Foundation and it was launched in, in 2013. And from, from that was uh, actually immediately after the launch of my first album, the same Ungala Fitemba album, I had a launch of the Ungala Fitemba Foundation. And what we did there, we had a show and... I have committed every proceeds, everything that comes from the gate taking, every proceedings from, from the gate takings, from the sales, anything and everything that comes from the music, including the bookings. 25% of that goes into charity. And so in, in 2013, I remember we, we did that show and out of that, we got to sponsor about uh, 10 matriculants. We did their uh, matric farewell from the dresses, from you know, the attire, everything and everything. And the following year, we, we actually did the same again. The following year, we went to Venda and we adopted a child-headed family. This is a family of five that actually the mother and the father had, 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 had died years ago. And the eldest of them, I think, was a 16-year-old girl that was already a mother. And they were all living in one in a one room. And, and in, in, in a one room, that was the kitchen and that was where, where they all slept. And, uh, and went in with the Ungala Fitema Foundation when we released the second album, which was Pentecost Move. And with, with all that we got there and went in and we helped them with furniture. And there's been a lot that we've been doing, even with churches, even with, with now in the, in the pandemic, there's been a lot that God has been helping us to, to actually reach out with that. So Ungala Fitema Foundation is all about that. It's from the song, but it's actually a message that must transcend all the things that, that, that must outlive the person, which is me. Unbelievable. A legacy. That is your legacy. That's because right. Your legacy is the people you touch, is the hearts you impact, is the lives you impact and change. That's somebody's legacy. And this is what we miss most of the time. And it's, it's amazing that you're even working with churches. You're not just alone you work with churches you work with everybody now the calm gospel <laughs> thought that um you are just something else that i want to mention the best male artist these are the fans the abalandale right <laughs> Of Crown Gospel. Tell us about it. How did you feel when your name was called up? What makes you the best male artist? 
Wow, uh, that that really humbles me. That really humbles me because to start with, the just being nominated on that category on its own, you know, I didn't expect it, and I've been trying to get nominated for that category for over five years now. Wow, and um, it didn't happen. And uh, but I understand that when the time is right, I the Lord will make it happen. Amen. This time around, I was nominated. With 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 my brothers, you mentioned Tina, you mentioned Tina Zung, you mentioned Tumim Cockstar, you mentioned the Buho, and our father, Bishop Benjamin Dube, that actually had I had featured in my previous album. Mm. And I love this man of God because I remember him saying to me, I want to bring you where I am. And um, I want you to have what I have. Wow. And and I remember this man of God pronouncing blessings upon my life and saying to me, what I have as as a father, I want you to go beyond it. Mm. And this time around, I thought, well, I'm being nominated to God with the glory. That's it. It's it's you know it's progress. Probably in the next two or three years, we can get this one. And um, I was just grateful for the nomination. But God had bigger plans. And guess what? And and when when they when they announced it, because I didn't know, I was also watching from home because of the pandemic. You know, oh, we, we, oh. we all had to go there and make thank you speeches. So you did not know whose speech was going to be televised, hey. you know. And so when I saw it was mine, jeez. You were randomly called oh, yes. as nominated artists to make um, speeches ahead of time. Yes. Mm. Wow. Which was prophetic, which was actually prophetic in my case because yes, I actually went precisely, there and precisely. And... <laughs> yes. Precisely. And I was wow. very excited. It's it's still the best of what has happened to me ever since I started singing. I feel like God is saying, Boy, I'm rewarding you. You are on the right track. And if you keep holding on, if you keep believing in me, I'm gonna show you greater things. And somebody says, how do you then feel? That's why I say I feel humbled. It feels like it's only the beginning of what God is about to do with my life, actually. And I'm so grateful to, to the Crown Gospel Music Award for, for believing in what God is doing through me. And I'm, I'm saying that thank you so much uh, to you guys, Mamzanil and your team. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Thank and to everybody in Mzansi that actually celebrated with me. I'm so grateful. You know that I'm nothing without you guys. And not only in Mzansi, everybody throughout the world, I see you on my Facebook. I see you wow. on, on, on Twitter. I see you guys everywhere. And I'm really grateful. I love you guys. This is actually touching. I did not see this coming. This is an emotional one for me. Mm. So uh, I did not see this coming, but I'm really excited about it. And I'm still happy. I can imagine. It took five years. And here you are with a grateful heart. It takes 16 years to be 16, and it takes 30 years to be 30 years. It's a process, and that's what we don't want to go through most of the time. And look, it's all about time. Process. Process is time. Somebody says, amen, don't lose hope in life. God is good. That's a powerful message. Now, in closing... And time flies when we are being so blessed, when we're receiving so much, we're taking in so much, so many are saying so many things, blessed by your testimonies. Just look at this one, it says, 
She, me says, thank you so much for the lessons, brothers boo. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. And then Pastor Isaac says, um, what a testimony. To God be the glory. Indeed. What a testimony. Now, in, 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 in closing, you have been in this uh, business. You are a man full of the Spirit of God. You are full of the Holy Ghost. You are full of the Word. You are rooted in the Word. No doubt about that. I want you to take a deep breath and speak to somebody who's watching now, who may watch, who will watch the rebroadcast, the replay of the show, or will watch it later, or will just, who's just joined in now, but they are somehow dejected and uh, discouraged because of what they're going through. Maybe they lost somebody in their lives due to this pandemic. What words of encouragement can you say right now? Can you speak to them right now? What can you say to somebody right now who has lost somebody through this pandemic? Because we are talking about how to overcome the effects of the pandemic. One of the effects is the death. That is the death right that has been visiting so many homes i want to say that uh, um, it's really a difficult time for everybody and that is very evident you know that um, uh, people have died we have lost so many people and um, I, i'm gonna i'm gonna reiterate this that if you and i are still here basically what it means is that god still has us in his program and that one, it, it means that, uh, two, it means that God still wants to use us. We are not, he's not done with us. And um, I said it, that he does not waste material. And what, what, what you can do for yourself is I love never, it. Hold on, never. hold on, hold on. You said God does not waste what? Materials. Oh, this is That's something right. else. God doesn't waste That's materials. Right. Oh, yes. We are, we, are, we are here to, to fulfill his will. We are here to fulfill his, um, his mandate. And so in that, in God's kingdom, in God's kingdom, there's no wasting. He does not waste time. He does not waste effort. He does not waste his material. And you and I are God's material. So what you need to do for yourself is, like, like we said before, speak life uh, and, and sprinkle the blood. And be grateful that you are still here and have a deal. Strike a deal with God. Say, God, if you keep me alive, say to God, I want to be in your program. Whatever it is you are doing in the season, whatever you are doing after this COVID, I want to be part of it. And, and the only way that you can be part of it is that you don't become a liability. Because God is now at a place where he's about to unleash power that we've not seen before. We've heard about the dead rise you know in the days of the bible Amen. we've had uh, and, and we've had a lot about miracles but um, i believe and i'm so convicted in my spirit that we are about to enter a place a revival that will usher the second coming of jesus christ Amen. so many have lost hope in church and they have lost hope in god and it's gonna take real miracles 
for people to believe in this God that we're talking about. And because God is not going to come back for a defeated church, Christ yeah. is not going to come back for, for a defeated church. So he is getting ready to unleash power. He's getting ready to unleash a heavy presence, a tangible presence hey. that some people will watch this broadcast and they're going to get healed. And I feel it in my spirit right now that there's somebody that is getting some burdens lifted as, as, as they connect through faith. We are getting into those days where you, you, you're just going to get here and people are going to stretch their hands and connect in faith and they're going to get healed. And there's going to be Amen. testimonies because God is actually at a place where he's going to show up in his power because he can, he, he's always the last man standing. So, so what you do for yourself is just make sure that you don't become a liability, but you become an asset in the kingdom of God. Oh, hallelujah. And whatever it is, whatever it is that it takes for you to get from where we are now into where God is taking us, whatever happens, I want you to never give up. I want you to fix your eyes on Jesus, fix your eyes on the greater glory, fix your eyes on, on what's on the great revival that is coming and fix your eyes on the promises of God that are yes and amen. This is to say yes and amen to, 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 to your job. Yes and amen to your business. Yes and amen to the dreams that you've had. I want to say to somebody, all is not lost. All is not lost. God is going to restore all that we think is lost. All is not lost. Amen. All is not lost. Burdens are lifted. In the name of Jesus, burdens are lifted. Amen. Receive it where you are. Burdens are lifted. Healing, restoration, receive it right where you are. God has made a way. Now, I love and like to put our guest on the spot. <laughs> and I didn't tell you about this. God has made a way where there seems to be no way. He works in ways I cannot see. He has made a way. So by that I mean, <laughs> you sing for the global community without a mic, without a keyboard, without the guitar, without the, the percussions, <laughs> without the... <laughs> Oh, well, I'm unable to sing without the keyboard, but I'll yes. do it. I'll do it anyway. There's a song that says, Lord, your presence is life itself. Oh, how I love your presence. How glorious, magnificent, Lord, I love. Your presence, there is healing, restoration, Lord, I love your presence. There's deliverance, Amen. breaking of chains, Lord, I love your song in oh, my album, your presence, actually, Lord. you can get it on YouTube. <laughs> your presence, Oh, Lord. yes. Somebody says, all is not lost. I receive healing in the name of Jesus. Deliverance Hallelujah. in his presence. 
healing in his That's body. Right. Somebody, somebody's actually re- receiving right there. Somebody says, oh God, I love your presence. His presence is sweeter than honey. His presence right. is the best. Huh? Somebody else That's says, right. Telco says, all is not lost. Instead, all things are working together for good. Somebody says, Christ is not coming back for a defeated church. He's about to unleash his power like never before. Power. Amen. Like I had somebody pray yesterday that, oh, and Christians are so going to demonstrate power like never before as they prayed. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. So many are saying, all is not lost. Somebody says, glory, yes, we are free in the name of Jesus. Hear this one. Says, yes and amen to my job, my children, my house. Amen, I receive. So many are receiving. So many are receiving. So that song, you say we can find it on YouTube. Tell us. How do we connect with you? All our viewers would love to know how do they connect with you? That's right. I'm one of the guys that are very, very active on social media. Xbubanda uh, underscore official. Xbubanda underscore official. That's my new Instagram account. Xbubanda on Twitter. Xbubanda uh, Facebook page. Uh, like and follow there. And uh, yeah, Spubanda on Facebook and also Spubanda on, on, on YouTube there. And uh, I would um, actually love them to subscribe on our channel there because we actually have got a lot of videos coming up and we've got so much that is in store and we are trusting God. We, we had Pentecost move and we had Pentecost move revival as, as, as uh, my third album. And we are trusting God to drop another album this year, which will be actually Pentecost Move Revelation. As I said, God is about to reveal his power. He's about to unleash. With, with, with that, we are saying we are ushering what God is going to unleash and reveal to us. I am trusting God for that. So stay put and follow at Spubanda underscore on Instagram, Spubanda Twitter, Spubanda Facebook. Like that and follow and get updated to everything that we do. And also follow artistry management for bookings uh, uh, by my sister, Nolutando Malope, artistry management. That's my PR agent. That is the boss lady. That's the person that gets things done. That's yeah. the person that gets me to connect with you. That's the person that gets me on radio and TV. And I'm grateful for her life. So artistry management for all those who have questions on how to, how did you make it here and how do you get your music on TV at Artistry Management? I better get paid for this advert right now. At Artistry <laughs> Management, follow that and, uh, and they're going to hook you up and they're going to change your lives. Go ahead. So many don't know where to go. Now, uh, they will put all that in the comments. They will put all that in the comments section. Please watch out for it. Uh, uh, Nolutando says... There is healing, restoration, and breaking of chains in God's presence. Oh, Lord, I love your presence. Right? Thank you, Jesus. At Twitter, right? At Spoo Banda. That is on Twitter. All right. It's already coming on the comments. 
So you've got to find all these details on the comments and those of you who aspire to be musicians or artists wants to put your music out there. He's already given you all the information. Those who have gone ahead. Hmm. Somebody says, let me read this one. Terko says, I'm so much revived. Thank you, Mama and Brass Boo. Hashtag grateful. Yes, ma'am. Wow. People are being blessed. Look at this one. More, more says, your grace has found. Okay, your grace has found me just as I am. Lord, empty-handed. Ah, God, your presence is so eternal. It's an unconditional love. So many are appreciating the presence of God. So many. The, the last, last word. This is not going to be the last word, but uh, it will be prayer. And uh, I'm going to ask you to pray prophetically. For all, all the global community of Midnight Day show. Hold on. Let me take this one. Shimi Dikole says, I'm so humbled by Brother Spoo's faith. You don't understand what you have just done. Your program today, your, your show today was timely. And God chose you for this specific slot for a purpose on how to overcome the effects of the pandemic remarkable we may not talk about it today but this was god's choice see what this one is saying uh she me if you can bring that back okay she misses i'm so humbled by brother Spoo's faith May God do you good, child of God. Those albums will be a great success. Say, blessed be the name of uh, blessed be the name of Jesus upon your life, my brother. They are praying for you already. Okay, uh, which one is this? That's one of the. Um, that's one of the Twitter. That's one of the handles. Not sure whether Twitter or what, but it's at Spoo Banda official underscore official. Is that your YouTube? Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. <laughs> I am trying to get him to pray uh, for everyone, every viewer, every uh, follower and viewer of Midnight, of midnight Day Show. I'm, I'm trying to get him to pray, but he has just uh, disappeared. They're trying to get him back for that prayer. Let's pray he gets back here. Somebody says, you have touched the world brothers boo may the lord use you more praise the lord may the lord continue to use him more and more and more and more look before before we brought him back somebody says oh more more says amen ma we thank the lord we're so grateful this was timely this was 
prophetic this was uh, chosen by God, right? <laughs> this was a, this was, we don't just choose these topics. We don't just decide that this is what we're going to talk about. We are led by the spirit of God. And this is how he led us ahead, ahead, ahead. The shows are planned like weeks ahead, right? So this has been like two weeks or thereabout ahead. So it's been there. Glory to God. Okay, Tabo says, hallelujah, hallelujah. We are still trying to get Brother Spoo back. They're still trying to get him back, get him back, get him back. Okay. Um, Nolutando says, what a wonderful way to start our week. Feeling empowered and worth our faith is restored. Thank you, sister, for your amazing ministry. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks a gazillion times. I stand, I stand in awe of you. Well, 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 well. That is just me. We are still trying to get um, Brother Spoo to get back. I stand in awe of God. I stand in awe of what he's doing. I stand in awe of what he's doing. Praise God, Brother Spoo, to pray for you right? And all the viewers of Midnight Dead Show, it doesn't matter when you're seeing the show and later on, doesn't matter. But this prayer you must hear. You must hear. He said, many are called, few are chosen. This is, this is a man chosen by God. So uh, they will bring him in right now. They'll bring him in. They'll bring him in. Uh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Radas Boo. Brother Spoo, uh, okay, somebody says we give God the glory. Oh, yeah, yeah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We just ask him for that prayer before you go. Uh, whatever the Lord leads you to do as you sign off, as you drop the mic, sign out, log out, whatever it is, Midnight Date Show is a global program, is a global community. So many are here from different parts of the world. What prayer do you have for them? If you have that prayer and you're ready, please pray for them right now. The floor is yours right now. I hand over to you as we sign off. As we, This is how we sign. This is how we sign off. This is how we end the program. Well, first of all, uh, before we pray, I just want to thank you, uh, woman of God, for for listening to the Spirit of God and allowing uh, this to happen. And I can say that, uh, like I said, God does not waste material. God does not waste time. God does not lose. And um, God does not run at a deficit. It does not go to a minus. Amen. He's a God that knows all. So I want to thank you for uh, getting me to come through. Thank you to Nolu. Thank you to Artist Management. Amen. And thank you to the viewers all over the world for, for making time to actually and for keeping, uh, for keep viewing and uh, for, for keeping uh, uh, your, your faith and, and for the support that you keep showing to, to the woman of God. I want, I, want, I want to pray that God will bless you. Amen. And I want to thank you uh, for watching this particular one and for sharing and for your comments. And I want to pray that may God lift your faith up. And I want Amen. to pray that may God lift up your bread. And I pray that may God actually see you through whatever you're going through. And I want to say that none of you, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray right now for everybody watching, you and yours, you and
this program whichever way in the name of jesus Amen. i stand against the spirit of death i declare and i decree that you shall live and not die to see and declare the good works of the lord in the land Amen. of the living no devil will get you out no covet has the power upon your life in the mighty name of jesus i speak life into your bones i speak oh, life hallelujah. into your brain i speak life into all your body cells Right now, in the name of Jesus, Amen. I am here to let you know that AIDS, it could be AIDS, it could be cancer, it could be COVID. I want you to remember that AIDS is a name. COVID is a name. Cancer is a name. But there's yet another name above AIDS and above cancer. The name of Jesus is above every other name. Anything and everything else that has a name, it is below and beneath the name of Jesus. God exalted him and gave him a name that is above every name. That at the mention of the name Jesus, I declare and I declare that today, whatever sickness, whatever chains, whatever thing that is binding you, it's got to bow. As we mentioned, the name of Jesus covers every place. In the world that is affected, all of us, everywhere, every place that is affected by this pandemic, in the name of Jesus, just as it came, it shall disappear. In the name of Jesus, those that have lost job, I speak restoration. Those that have lost marriages and families and those that have been through a lot because of this pandemic, I declare and I decree double for your trouble. I declare and I decree beauty for your ashes that the Lord will restore and give back what the devil stole from you. The Bible says when the thief is caught, when the thief is caught stealing, he must pay back seven times. I declare and I speak it upon your life that the Lord is ready and the Lord is restoring you seven times more. If you've lost a car, expect seven cars. If you've lost houses, if you've lost a job, expect a job that will pay you seven times more than what you had before. I want you to stretch your faith and believe God for better things. In the name of Jesus, I declare and I decree that every need and every family and every need that is represented here in, in, in this morning on this program, everybody that is connected and all their needs are met. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the Lord keep you. You shall live and not die to declare the works of the Lord in the land of the living. Spubanda, the gospel dude, signing out. May the yes. good Lord bless you. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. That is brother Spubanda. The gospel, dude is not ashamed of the gospel. He says you are still in the program. If there's anything I've heard today is that, and that's enough. You are still within the program. No one has taken you out yet. And don't take yourself out, brother Spoo. Well done to you. <laughs> All night riders. That was brother Spoo, brother, the gospel. Dude, he says, you are still in the program. You are still in God's program. It's not over yet. He's not done with you. Come on, continue to send your thank you messages. You will read them later on. So I see so many saying, brothers, boo, you are a blessing in the body of Christ. Somebody says, restoration in Jesus' name. Amen. If there's anything I take, I don't know about you, but myself, is that you are still in the program. When Aaron and Moses dealt with the plague, they understood one thing, that they were still in the program. That's what he's talking about. They understood that they were still in the program. So they were not about to let it go. Somebody says, we declare the work of the Lord. 
Hmm? We are still within the Lord's program. Yes. Ah, somebody says, may Abba Father use you more than ever, brothers boo. You are a rare jewel in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. These are beautiful messages. Huh? Beautiful thank you messages. Continue to send them. I want to say this. I want to say this. Remember, 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 remember when this program is over that you are still in the program. Remember, remember, and remember when all this is over that you must be an asset and not a liability in the kingdom of God. That's what he was saying, right? These are things that must come to remembrance. These are things that must come to our mind. Uh, somebody says, she, me, says, uh, I am still in the Lord's program. Very, very important. Never forget it. Never, never forget it. Never, never forget it. Now, I see there's still so many people hanging around here. Go ahead. Congratulate 10 people and tell them, you are still in the Lord's program. Tell 10 people, you are still in the Lord's program. And because of that, you must continue to stand. Aaron and Moses took care of the situation. Moses stood. Moses stood in the midst. In the midst of the dirt. The Bible says between the dead and the living. I don't know where you are standing, but a prayer has been spoken. A prayer has been released. A prayer has been prayed. A word has been spoken and released. May it be so upon your lives and our lives, yeah. Wherever you are, thank you, Jesus. Come on, tell 10 people that you are still in the Lord's program. And remember, to connect with Brother Sbu, you need to check the comments. You need to look at the comment section. His details are right there. Look at the comment section. All his details are there so that you can connect with him. Follow him on YouTube. You heard, he said, there will be so many, so many videos and nice stuff happening there. Make sure you follow on, right? Make sure you get it on. Thank you, Jesus.
Hey, 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 hey. 